My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Okay, folks, uh, before I start this podcast, I want to let you know, because some of you who listen to Bob, Spike, and Joe are, you know, listen with the kids in the car. This is not going to be that kind of night. It's going to be some not-safe-for-work lyrics. I went on YouTube and looked up some song parodies. You'll see as we get into the discussion tonight, we talk about people's perceptions of what Wuhan, China would be like. Uh, and, uh, you know, I do classic rock song parodies, so I started to just search some words and parody and found some amazing stuff on the internet. Not a lot of people have heard this. Some of it's really good. I think my son will like this next song. Again, explicit lyrics, but I think it's well done. Today I am officially declaring a national emergency. Oh, Disrespect. Go get your symptoms checked. How dare you ever tell me not to trust the news? Science looking at us like we are Tom Cruise. Like that's what I go home and drink booze when fools act like you know shit about my molecules. Let me give you all a little piece of the truth. That coronavirus ain't even fake news. Baby boy, if you're confused, cancel the reunion and skip the boat cruise. I know you really want to know who's, who's coming through leaving wet wipes and residue. Homeboy, but that cough sounds profuse. Go take some meds and then stay inside, fool. Whenever I travel, I don't touch no dudes. If you choose to shake my hand, it's on you. Now you're fucking grossed out and you don't know what to do. Maybe you should hide in a cave, but bring some food. When I cough into my hands, I do it with respect. Go get your symptoms checked. You got that sneeze hard shit to make you break your neck. Don't get me infected. And if you're planning a vacation, you just might Sound your back off. I will beat your bitch ass with a mask on. Then send your ass back home. I'm a watchdog. But the whole neighborhood is shit about to pop off. Like all sickness could. Better lay low. Quarantine. See you later. Get out the blanket. Picnic. Be creative. Wine and cheese with the mom. Serenader. Dress up the kids. Play pretend. Alligator. Alligator little bitch. Got the mucus with the green. All up beside your wife like I'm COVID-19. People like Papa Sauce. Why you gotta be so mean? Fuck you scared bitch cause I'm fucking Chinese It's not a matter of if but when motherfucker It's not a battle you know you win motherfucker I'm about to lock up the carnival ship motherfucker You can lick the sick off my dick motherfucker Hey everybody calm down it's gonna be okay You just gotta have to keep yourself under wraps a little bit <laughs> And don't worry about those stock markets Coronavirus, so you know it's cool. Yeah, you might have some time off work though. Might be a little slow. Might be a little slow. Okay, it's uh, Tuesday night. We're recording this for Wednesday release. It's Bob Zip and Ed Kelly, and uh, uh, just a quick check in with everybody. How are you doing, Zip? 
I am all right. I am uh, maintaining the status quo here, which is... Uh, do, do we have to hook you up to something to no, ask you further questions? Come on, every, give no, us a little more. No, everything's good. You know, life is uh, stumbling along here quietly. I'm a bit, right. little work here and there and keeping, uh, you know, d- distancing and top of mind, but I'm doing a little work, but everything's good. So uh, some of your clients are still doing advertising productions Eh, very few and those that are are doing the you know we're here for you type messages we salute the healthcare workers (laughs) and the baggers at our grocery store come on in you know i have i have noticed that you know people are finally well maybe it's not finally but just because they can't do anything else there's figuring new ways of generating something you know they rub two sticks together to you know manage to make something happen for their businesses so it's good and a lot of people are watching tv so you know it's funny um someone said something to me the other day Uh, it was an auto parts store and i called them uh, just for the heck of it uh looking for an industrial KN95 mask, uh-huh. and uh, of course not medically said, grade, not medical grade, but industrial. Yeah, and of course they said no. And, and then I called the place where I bought it last year because I used it to clean my maple syrup pans, mm-hmm. and I said, "I know I'm wasting my time, but you guys don't have it." And he was like, "No, we don't." And um, and then he looked at me and he said. It's a MacGyver world out there. <laughs> Here's a coffee filter. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about that, and that's that's the theme right now because I don't have any hand sanitizer. Yeah. And so Lisa went into the, She was like, who cares? I can make some. And I'm like, who cares? You are my wife? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> goodbye, city life. You've Great seen thing. the movie Young Frankenstein, <laughs> yeah. right? Nothing yeah. she makes is ever quite exactly <laughs> the way it was designed. But uh, so she said, no, I've got something. And so, so she took out a bottle of rubbing alcohol Yeah. and put it in a little mister bottle. She said, there's your hand sanitizer. And then she served herself a highball. Well, but it's... <laughs> Sorry. Could be. Uh, but there it is. And in fact, it, as long as you have 65% alcohol or yes. better... 60, I think. Uh, yeah, it's going to work. So I, I thought, okay. What I didn't wasn't ready for is that stuff sprayed in the... There's a reason they put aloe vera and other crap in it because it stinks and it's very unpleasant. But I've been walking around in my car with... MacGyver brand hand sanitizer. <laughs> you know the downside for me is that every highball and every drink, every doer I have from now on is going to taste like hand sanitizer. Yeah. Damn it. That's right. And, oh, and yeah, and after the day grocery shopping last week, seriously, the whole truck smelled like rubbing alcohol, and I came in and I was like a little bit nauseous. And Sir, can I see your license and registration, please? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's on the side of the road of I-95 right. or the Merritt Parkway. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Ed, I can tell you're not mourning the death of any close friends or family members. Because no, but my sister-in-law does have it. She does? Yes. She has been diagnosed. She's in quarantine now. How, uh, she yeah, has how's she doing? Two, 
She's doing well. She's she's on the upside. Her um, hubby is not uh, not uh, faring as well. Apparently, he is um, just kind of maintaining. But nobody's in in imminent danger. But he just got through a back surgery, so it was like a one-two punch mm. kind of thing. But she was on business in New York. Fortunately, she's a government employee, so she was tested in Canada when she got back, and uh, sure enough, wow. tested positive. Arbit- she arbitrage. Arbitrarily yeah, tested, just you know, because she was there. They she came back. She was displaying. She was symptomatic. Oh, so, okay. Um, That's not enough in the United States. No, but uh, socialized medicine is a little more responsive to that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Here in so, the U.S., you still have to. It, they, they test the people they think are going to need hospitalization, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they test healthcare workers, and even at that, they don't have enough. I talked well, to Trump him. offered everybody in the office uh, free free testing right then, right there, man. No waiting. <laughs> they moved right to the front of the line. Did you see that? No, where? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had some uh, dignitaries. In it, didn't it? Anybody want to get tested? I got the kits <laughs> right here. Just step over yeah. here, guys. No problem. Yeah. Sure. Well, two tears. Hey, one of us has headphones up real loud because it's not me. I'm wearing the airtight headphones. Well, not me. It's got a little check. Check. I'm not hearing it. I'm hearing it. Might be Zip. Uh, I don't know. Is that me? All right. Are they off now? Yep. It's mostly gone. I'm going to ignore it. Hmm. I've had listeners actually say, do you know there's a little bit of a slap back like on a Led Zeppelin record? On... <laughs> no, I've never. <laughs> I can't hear that. You need to. <laughs> Baby, I've been... <laughs> Whatever that song goes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh... And, sorry. Wow, you can do the whole... What's that guy's name that does all the sound effects? Uh, uh, Michael Winslow. Yeah. You're like him. I met him. Yeah. I've uh, done some stuff with him. How do you do guitar? Well, that wasn't me. That was Fisher Price. <laughs> yeah, like that. How, now, <clears throat> how are you doing that? With my voice into a voice a Fisher Price voice changer. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, Fisher Price. Seriously, yeah. dude, it beats working. What can That's I say? Awesome. Wow! When did you learn that? Um, probably when I was about fourteen. Can <laughs> <laughs> now fess when up now. The first, when the stuff played the first time, <laughs> that thing could pose a choking hazard, couldn't it? Uh, no, well, no, it's a little bigger than that, but it's better. Than, it's it, it's more uh, space compact in a one bedroom apartment than a stack of Marshalls, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So let's focus. Um, okay. Let's. How are we all feeling about the coronavirus? I just took my gloves off and stuck them in the microwave. Um, back from the station, uh, doing the two hour radio show, but uh, I hear that kills bacteria, so I put them in for ten seconds, hoping that that would be the case because. They're, they're actually dishwashing gloves because the nitrile ones are sold out. Mm. And we, we're a hot spot here, Bob. In Detroit, yeah. Wayne, Wayne County in particular, yeah. No kidding. We're, yeah, we've leveled off, but uh, yeah. So is and, that, is, uh, it, but that wasn't the question. How are you feeling about it? Hmm. <laughs> wow. Uh, more compassion, I think, than ever before. And I, just before I got here, I stopped at the exit. And last time that the homeless guy was on the corner, I didn't have any $1 bills that I usually keep in my visor. Mm. All I have is Canadian money. And I said, dude, I got a Canadian 10. <laughs> I said, believe me, they will take it somewhere. He said, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, I'll take it. I know where I can cash that. 
So it was the same guy. I said, and I rolled the window down because I, again, I, I didn't have any American with me. And I said, how'd that, how'd that Canadian work out for you? What was the exchange rate? And he said, it was 70 cents. <laughs> wow. I don't care. Thanks, dude. You know, he was wow. happy to get it. So wait nice. a minute. You were, you're not social distancing from a homeless guy? Well, I had my gloves on and, you know, I I, mon I know money's dirty and stuff like that. But Did I also you have your gonna... head on, unscrewed? Because it's no, your... I, had, I had my mask on. Okay. Yeah, I had my approved uh, N, what's the number on 95? N95? Mm. And mask on. You have, just, you have an N95 mask. Yes, I do. Ah, where'd and, you uh, get that? It's not surgical grade. It's like what you were looking for. It's automotive okay. grade. Yeah, yeah, I have it. I, because I'm a, I'm a gear gearhead. You do auto and stuff. It was yeah. in my toolbox. Yeah. Okay. Um, so thankfully, there was, there was a whole package in there. I looked at the number. I said, divine intervention right here. Right. <laughs> this means I'm meant <laughs> to stick around. A message. Right. Yes. That's good. Oh, Thank man. you. Zip, yeah. uh, do you have masks? Uh, I do. Not the, the high, you know, medical grade. Just We're not talking about the latex Frankenstein from one <laughs> from leftover from Halloween. Talking about uh, medical masks here. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've we've got a couple and uh, and some gloves. And I went to the grocery store yesterday for the first time in a week. This is kind of interesting. Uh, the grocery store I went to last week. Uh, they were spraying the conveyor belt, you know, where you you put your groceries on. And uh -huh. this week they had done away with that and they had a plastic shield. And the mm -hmm. cashier did not have gloves on. It's sort of, to me, appears that as, you know, the management of the grocery store wasn't quite clear on exactly what they should do. They've got the little spacers, so you're six feet in back of the person in front of you. Sure. And there's some, uh, you know, some uh, items, eggs, just take two, please. And but, but it's not been consistent. And I have to admit, as the rest of the shoppers, about uh, seven out of ten are wearing gloves. About five out of ten are wearing masks. And, yeah, you know, half. maybe the same with both. That's good. Compared and the to other them. ones have their entire head wrapped in toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, some people just, you know, damn the torpedoes. By the way, I'm there. pretty sure Ed Kelly will just go out laughing at Armageddon. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Dude, it's been such a fun ride. I mean, really, it has. Yeah. If, if, tomorrow, I will have cheated. You know, my dad passed when I was 14. And he was, I don't know, he was late 40s. Wow. I've already beat the odds, you know. Everybody so you, in the, you feel that every day is a gift and you're not afraid. So every day above ground is a bonus. Mm. I mean, I really, I, I, mind you, I, that doesn't mean that I live carelessly. I'm, a, I'm a, not a health nut, but I eat very low on the food chain, almost no meat. I do get some exercise. I, not overweight, but um, I'm just happy to be here, dude. Yeah. Now, That's going nice. to the radio station, is that the only social interaction you have? Pretty uh, much. I did a, a massive run at Costco. Uh, actually, the girlfriend went in because she's got a better chance of survival. She's younger. Um, and she got most of that. And they will bring you the, your prescription, which is what I really needed, right to the door if you let them know that you're coming, if you have it filled already and you, have, you just give them, show them your card and they run and get it for you. Hmm. So I'm stocked up for a month. Now, did and you I spray? Cook. I cook everything. Did you spray everything did down? Spray? Yeah, I bring um, uh, wipes into the station. I wipe down the microphone. Oh, no, no. I'm talking I about take... the food that you get delivered. Do you, you know, the containers? Oh, I let it sit for the stuff that isn't frozen. I let it sit for about 24 hours. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Lisa has. I a, mean, I'm not completely. Lisa, Lisa has a MacGyver sanitizer for the groceries. She, she puts bleach. In water makes a water bleach mixture, 
bleach works. And has me wipe down all the packages with bleach. Hmm. How much of what you learned in the maple syrup business comes in handy during this misadventure um, we're having? Well, what you learn is t to be lonely and somehow think it's fun. <laughs> So That's that part. <laughs> That's a great primer for social. Yeah. So, yeah, really. Oh, man. But, yeah. but no, I, I, of course, I'm fascinated with the workings of the world and civilization. I'm, I you love are. humor, too. And there's plenty of uh, great, uplifting humor out there. And that's what we try to do. But, but I'm also fascinated at human nature mm -hmm. and how little human nature changes. Uh, the players change. The uh, you know inventions, technology, the, the the world that we live in, the ecosystem of the world evolves a lot. But I'll bet if we could time travel back to 1918, there'd be like some dude who just got a telegram saying the kids are on the beach, they're not listening to us, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and. Oh, and there were communities like I think St. Louis was one of them. One of them was a terrible community uh, where, you know, almost everybody died. And then there's another place that did social distancing, even though it was 1918 and they did not have any YouTube videos to watch. And, mm. and so human nature being what it is, I find it really fascinating, everything that we're going through right now. Uh, from the fake news to the... And, and by the way, fake news, I, it comes in every flavor, politically oh, and yeah. otherwise. Oh, yeah. I mean, the CDC is fake news. The CDC came out at the beginning of this and said, do not wear face masks. No, yes. no, there's no reason a mask would do you any good. Once, they won't, yeah. won't help. Won't help. We're advising the public not to wear face masks. And so <laughs> I'm a fairly well-behaved. I had a very strict Catholic father. And when someone yelled at me, I said, okay. And so I was like, okay, I don't need face masks. But at the same time, there was a part of me inside that was like, why, that's a load of shit. <laughs> and that part was like, no, behave. That They know what they're doing. They're the CDC, right? And now, in the last four days, there are all these articles coming out about how many people who have COVID-19 are asymptomatic. Now, at the beginning of all of this, I had to look up what that, I was like, does that mean they only have one symptom? Uh, what does that mean? And it, it means they don't have any symptoms. And, and then I was Don't like, feel bad about that, by the way. The governor of Georgia just figured that out last week. He just figured it out last week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the governor of Georgia. It's Georgia. Who knew? And, but but uh, so, so I was reading about this when it was in China in late January that they were talking about how many people were asymptomatic. And I remember saying to myself, well, the death rate doesn't really mean anything unless you really test aggressively uh, and you know how many people have it. They call it surveillance testing. Iceland did it. They uh, did surveillance testing on a huge portion of the entire population of Iceland, which I think is 12 <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's more manageable uh, than our country. I think it's maybe half a million or something. Anyway, they te they surveyed like I don't know five percent of the population. I'm making these numbers up, but believe me, with who's president right now, I feel yeah. no guilt whatsoever. <laughs> so what they found, and and they tested people who never even thought they had it, 
And what they found was 50% of the people who tested positive were asymptomatic, never knew they had coronavirus. Yeah. And then there's another a bit of uh, science from a cruise ship that had a different number. I think it was 25 or 30% or something. And then there's a Japanese study. And the real answer, the only scientific answer is we don't know. But we don't know if you put that in huge, bold letters uh, on the uh, masthead of a newspaper. It just doesn't sell as many papers as Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor. It just doesn't doesn't sell pulp. No. And so everybody pretends they know. Now, if it's true that there's all this asymptomatic stuff out there, it's going to mean that the mortality rate of the virus is much lower. And that's a good thing, although not if you or someone you know dies, it doesn't really, you know, hey, good news! <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm sorry. I'm, you, I'm sure I'll get You weren't part of the 3%, you were part of the 0.6%. <laughs> yeah. Mazel tov. No, so, so that, oh. you know, it, in a way it doesn't matter, but, but why, I totally, uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but... Yeah, you are. <sighs> But I've seen you wear a tinfoil hat, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 let's put it this way. I try the hat on and I go, no, bring me a better one. <laughs> someone, There's so many out there. Someone tried to suggest that this virus was caused by someone for, oh, there was some Harvard professor who was arrested for being in part of a grant, getting grant money from China for developing scientific studies. And the uh, the tinfoil hat people blew this out of proportion to say that the U.S. planted, someone from the U.S., from Harvard, in fact, mm-hmm. planted this virus in Wuhan. And, uh, and that it's funny how the numbers in China are not as big as the numbers in the United States, and not a single person has it in North Korea, and they're allies. And so they must have warned everybody and inoculated everybody. And I thought, yeah, uh, you're no. trying to tell me that North Korea's got a great health care system? Uh, <laughs> no. And that they could do all of this in secrecy? <laughs> then when you go to Snopes and the other websites and you research this story, yeah. it's very fringe. And really, all the, all the professor did is... He took some uh, grant money, he applied for something, got some money, and he just forgot about reporting it. Not like none of us have ever done anything <laughs> under the table. So he got caught, by the way, and, and he's in big trouble. Uh, but this sort of the thing about science, what he said was, accusing me of giving research to China is ludicrous because the whole point of scientific data is that we share it, we publish it. And the data he was doing, so he, they're just looking for grant money to do these studies, these scientists. Yeah. Scientific data is published, and that's how scientists peer review it. So it'd be like sharing a secret weather forecast from the National Organization <laughs> of Atmosphere. You know, no, it's public information. But it, it, but it's still weird how people fight over stuff all the time. We, we like we we're. Uh, we're a bunch of jackals. Us but you're beings. a ferret and not a jackal, and you take the time to go and actually, you know, divine the sources of this uh, information. That I like over. to ferret out the truth. Yeah. Um, 
which which is time consuming. But you know, if you I'm, enjoy it, great. I'm a but I'm a obsessive don't. compulsive old retired guy who tries on tinfoil <laughs> hats. Absolutely. <laughs> so well, there's a resume. Yeah. So so things were not being told. So it, when. The United States started to, and by the way, I'm not that concerned about Trump, which has really ticked off all my liberal friends. Yeah. Like, I don't like him any more than I did before this, but I also don't like him any less. He's just like a known quantity. I, I was saying to my friends in Seattle yesterday, you know, he's like the mascot at a major league sports game. <laughs> you know, he's in an orange costume. Right. He dances, like no matter what he says or does badly, it's not going to affect the pitching or the pass completion percentage. We have some great scientists in charge right now. I love yeah. hearing Dr. Fauci uh, and, and contradict the president. Yes. Yeah. And Dr. Burks and uh, they're brilliant God. people. I even I'll tell you, Trump has Trump has made me enjoy uh, Vice President Pence. It's what I do. <laughs> it does. And it's so, what I do. So to some extent, I'm actually happy about the way things are being run, which drives my, you know, I have friends with TDS. You know what that is. Zip, you have a little bit of it. You have a touch. I do? What, yeah, do Trump you know what TDS dysfunctional is? syndrome or what? Trump derangement oh. uh, symptom. <laughs> Anything he says or does makes you go cuckoo. Well, cuckoo no, cuckoo. but you have to admit that each one of these briefings uh, Content-wise, is about thirty-five percent a campaign rally for Trump. Yes. Wouldn't you yes. say? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you recognize his brilliance. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> which is, which is why a lot of people are not cutting away to cover him anymore. I yeah. know they're well, dumping out. Yeah. They are, yeah. and then he can claim once again that he's the underdog. Yeah, it's all <sighs> fine. I mean, it's it's a well-established playbook. That would be like being really upset that Tom Brady is so disciplined out there. Uh, <laughs> only it's the opposite of discipline, but you get what I'm going with. So anyway, so that doesn't bother me. Um, what's interesting, the way I look at it, is the way the media tries to... <sighs> control is the wrong word. Tries to manage. Manipulate? Uh, manipulate is true, but mm -hmm. it tries to manage the story. Because we're a, we're a storytelling species. Mm -hmm. And so this story... And tribal. Yeah, and very tribal. And this story has a beginning. Yeah. Uh, like it's some weird story out of China that we're all ignoring when Zip and I are doing a live broadcast from the home show, March 6th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it up, Bob. <laughs> Thinking about I that now. Lisa like, oh, now. We got a free hotel room. <laughs> Gee, they're not sold out. They're usually sold out. Oh, a lot of Chinese people came I saw a busload of Asian people I mean, leaving seconds ago. I can give oh. Trump all the shit I want, but on March yeah. 7th, I was enjoying a free hotel room and eating at a, you know, at a restaurant and shaking. Upside, downside. Did yeah. we shake hands that day, Zip? I can't remember. I, I think don't we know. did. I, oh, is that did. what you boys are calling it now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, well, you know, we were at... Jeez, we were sorry. at the Worcester Home Show, yes. and there yep, were the people show. coming to meet us. I'm yeah. sure we shook some hands. I mean, it was like, that's far away. Ironically. Wow, this is weird, Bob. Ironically, that's been converted into a uh, co extra bed space for UMass oh, wow. Memorial. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So where, in a cot. where we were playing uh, throw the beanbag for the corn dog contest. <laughs> Cornhole to win tickets to <laughs> New Hampshire Motor on a ventilator. <laughs> oh, man. The irony of it all. Where, where, oh, where Bob Seger's live bullet album was recorded yeah. is now an emergency hospital. Yeah. Here so, but here's the point. 
we want to find someone to blame. Uh, so, you know, people will want to get mad at Trump and uh, he loves it. Uh, people will want to get mad at China. I've I've heard people talk about China. And- well, that, that's why he vilifies China. He changes Corona to, ch- to China. The only change he made on his script. Yeah, you know, I mean, he or everybody else. I mean, I, met, I know Vilify, a lot of people, yeah. even some of my liberal friends in Seattle were saying those Chinese meat wet markets are really bad. And I... And I thought Fauci even said that. So maybe they are. I'm not saying they're not. But a tiger caught the coronavirus. That's true. In the Bronx Zoo. Yep. Transferred to animals. And if I was a Chinese tiger, I'd be pissed (laughs) at the United States and their horrible conditions at the Bronx Zoo. They're great. (laughs) Well, there was some. By the way, I tried that joke with my (laughs) Seattle crew. And they said no. Oh, no. Dead air. Twisting no. in the wind, fart in church. Well, they, you know what? I was, I was listening. You're talking about Bob Spike and Joe, aren't you? Yes, I am. That's not a radio show. It's a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> I have come to realize that you guys are just like a, a, a you, the, 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 the interpersonal relationships I know well. It inspired me. Oh, that's kind of you. Yeah, it is. A, it is a great. It, you know, it's um, Abbott Costello and the Scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz. Basically, is what I play. Um, so. Anyway, so we have racism. We have, like, China is bad. That's where it came from. And I'm curious how you guys feel about that because if it – there are viruses in all – now we have a virus, the same virus and a tiger in the Bronx Zoo. And scientists are studying coronaviruses all over the world that are in animals. They're, like, waiting for those viruses to jump. They did determine there was no relation uh, with the tiger to uh, a steady diet of frosted flakes, which was a good thing. <laughs> I, that was terrible. <laughs> you know? I, you know, come on, a little levity. It's a very serious thing. Uh, and people I, are dying, uh, and I know that. I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm apologizing for you guys. Okay. I'm probably a bummer this week because I'm uh, kind of, I'm not depressed, but I'm, it's somber. Uh, some of the things that I hear that bug me are, and it's not just from politicians. It's like, uh, okay, America, let's get back to work. Yeah, let's, uh, how about take a one for the country? Once we got enough ventilators, get out there and yearn them, use them. Uh, because we're flattening the curve. So if, have you ever had a bump in the rug? Yes. So if you push it down, did you get rid of what was under the rug? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a cockroach. (laughs) No, but you flattened it and it just squished it and moved it around. In other words, uh, who's deciding what the death toll really is? Is it how many people die until we get a vaccine? That's what I think it probably is. Or is it how we do in the next eight weeks before... You know, we start getting ready for the NFL. Yeah, there's a lot of money at stake here. Yeah. Uh, just, the problem is that, you know, it could be a wipeout if we go back too soon, at least. There was, the way I, I don't know if you saw that news this morning, but they were trying to figure a way to play Major League Baseball in, uh, with no fans, yeah, and at a 10 or 12 ballparks down there. Oh. So, I don't know. Um if if you put it into the framework of being a, a frontline first response uh, responder or a, a healthcare worker, I think you'd have a complete. You know what I mean? It's so horrific. Yeah. It's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: 
our healthcare system is six, uh, one sixth of our economy. That's right. So we want our healthcare to be sold out all the time, just like we want airlines want all their seats to be sold out all the time. Might be harder to get the economy going with airline seats, but it seems to me, and again, hold on, let me crinkle my tinfoil hat a little bit. <laughs> Roll the lip. <laughs> but it seems to me that our um, our government's job is to keep healthcare busy and get us back to work. And we're we're minimizing the the curve right now, but we really won't make this a, no. a, a non fatal virus until we have a it, vaccine. It, they're saying we're uh, we're going to get a boomerang. Yeah, and yeah. China had a little bit of one, but now they they're Wuhan. I'll tell you, Wuhan got lots of good publicity, and the people of Wuhan are not going to forget this in a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And by yes. the way, did you see? Uh, do you guys ever been to Wuhan? Not let, no. Can't say that I have. Picture, do you have a picture in your mind of what Wuhan looks like? I believe I do. Okay, what does it look like? A street market that is... Um, full of bats full, and... I, yeah. Well, no, 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 but it's a buffet I would never go to. It's not the Golden Corral. Okay. I am going to send you um, a picture of the Wuhan skyline. It is a spectacular, glorious modern city with amazing wow. buildings wow. in other words you get my point we're we're like if it's far yes. enough away we think it's less than us that's how we feel i was subscribed to stereotypes yeah i was blessed during the radio show to work with world vision and to go to africa and uh and see like places that i thought were horrific and also get a sense that people are people wherever you go okay hang there's on there's an 80s song in there somewhere there are. People there is. are people. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, why should it be? Hang on. Uh, it's called and Ebony and Ivory, and yeah. uh, <laughs> it was done by Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Okay, here we go. Yes. Uh, we're going to post this uh, at BobRivers.blog. I'm going to do a... Uh, anybody else who wants it, just email us. It's show at bobandzip.com. Uh, I feel I feel like Steve Martin and the new phone book's here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys amuse yourself for a second. Hang on. <laughs> amuse myself. Wow, good thing we aren't we aren't doing visuals. Okay. <laughs> I just sent it to you. I want you to see what Wuhan okay. looks uh, seriously, like you have no idea what Wuhan looks like. It's an amazingly beautiful place. Like if someone sent me a picture of Detroit yeah. or Worcester and said horrible, horrific conditions. Wouldn't you want to rather live here? And showed me the Wuhan skyline. I'd say, yeah, wow. It looks like Chicago. It looks it like does. That looks yes, it you does. There's there's the Drake down at the bottom by, by the river. It Isn't goes Belushi and Aykroyd on Lower Wacker Drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all I wanted today was to have one thing I said matter. Oh, no, that, no, no, no. I no. This point well taken. All right. Well, I got a question, actually. Sure. Uh, let me, I'll pose this of both of you. So when, when it comes to trying to determine actual fact, how do you achieve that? Where do you look? What sources do you use online or, or analog newspaper or whatever you get? Okay. Where do you find it? I'm just curious. Uh, or, you know, in your estimation, the, what most accurate facts? I'm having a brain brain fart. It, it's true, mostly true. It has the uh, icons at the bottom. What is that called? Well, oh. there's, a few, there's a few sites that are helpful. 
Uh, I'll tell you how I get to them. Uh, first off, if it smells fishy, I just do a factcheck.org or Snopes. One of those Snopes, fact that's what I use. One of those Thank places. You. But um, but I Snopes also, been... it, is it, it, I'll, I'll put the headline and go, is this true? Is it a scam? Mm -hmm. And then when I find an article about it, I'm not done. Because then I take that newspaper, like I was reading The Guardian the other day or Politico or all of these other uh, online. Uh, some of them are really good. Some of them are basically right wing and some of them are left wing. Mm. There is a website that reviews them all for bias, a media bias website. And it, it, you literally analyze for buzzwords, inflammatory speech. And uh, taking citing sources or not citing sources, a, a, facts a, a, or opinions, yeah. and because yeah. a lot of what you hear is opinion. What's interesting is there are three Punditry. newspapers. Yeah. There's the Wall Street Journal. There's the New York Times and the Washington Post. And the Wall Street Journal is the is the conservative paper, hmm. uh, but it's a shell of what it used to be. It, it, they've have to As they all are. laid off a lot of people. Yeah. The New York Times is the paper of record. It's a brilliantly written paper. Uh, yep. It leans liberal, but it's quite factual. In fact, it does all the homework for conservatives. For, be, and for all the other uh, newspapers, yes, by the way. Yes, because they all quote the New York they, Times before they absolutely. throw their opinion and disagree with yes. it. And then the Washington Post is very similar. The Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos. So uh, your Washington mm -hmm. Post subscription now comes with uh, automatic grocery delivery every month. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It shows up by drone. It's yeah, kind of yeah. Cool. So, uh, but I mean, enjoy you, this story. I, Here's two more you'd probably enjoy. Yeah. Yes. That's why I like the New York Post. <laughs> so much better. And well, it's, it's so much more compact. And there's something stand. comforting about wrestling and tabloid journalism. <laughs> yes. Because they have characters who are not afraid to speak, uh, you know, power to truth. That's what I say. Power to I like that. A nice turn. <laughs> it's very much what Trump does. Uh, and, you know, he was on TV tonight once again bragging about this drug. That oh, all the all the other doctors are like waving no. him off, like we don't you, know you don't, yet. No, no, it um, takes two years. It takes two years. Don't say that. The, the New York Times did a um, uh, reported that Trump owns investments in the company that makes the drug. I knew he was shilling, and I the, knew, and that, that several of the biggest investors or executives from that company are huge Republican donors. So. <laughs> He does it all the time, and he doesn't even know what it's called. He calls it emoluments. He calls it just doing his job to make money. He, he would say. <laughs> yeah, but you can't pad your own bank account like that until you get out. Then you can pad your bank the account. The problem is, is it turns out we always thought that was true. But in, in fact, there's no real mechanism to remove someone who does that. The president is above the law. We've learned yeah. that now. Yeah. So exactly. it's interesting. Uh, it's never been other, challenged before. If other presidents had known that. They might have got away with a lot more. They might have. They so, might have. Uh, yeah. So you know, how do you Monica, know, how do you know what's think, true? Let's come back I to. I think that. the Monica Lewinsky doll would have sold well, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Comes a blue dress, you know, little cigar. Sure. All right, we're dated now. Yeah, I know. Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Did you ever see her TED talk? Um, no, I didn't. I I, I saw the um, trailer for it, but I didn't see it. She uh, she does a wonderful TED talk on what it was like to essentially be bullied mercilessly 
by the white hot spotlight of media and public opinion. And she's grateful that it happened before social media. Oh, God, yeah. It's always been a trip, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, anyway, okay. Yes. Pregnant pause. Wow, did you find a sponsor? <laughs> did I find a sponsor? No. Uh-uh. Uh, that's all I got today, because Ed usually sends a bunch of bits and funny stuff, and yeah. he, he didn't today. No. So you guys, you guys have the floor. Yeah. Just to wish everybody who's trying to right the ship here the best of luck, and thank you from the bottom of our hearts for really hanging it out there. I noticed that the wife is uh, involved in an altruistic endeavor. Do you want to talk about that at all? Is it- oh, 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 Jeannie, yeah. Yeah, she's, well, she continued, I think I talked about it last week. Yeah, she continues to uh, make masks on these 3D printers. She's got in this uh, uh, technical school that she sort of championed and got a grant for. So they've been running the uh, machines day and night. I think they've made... That's pushing 500 uh, plastic shields, you know, face shields. Yeah. So that's that's very cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah, very proud of her. I Walk was trying the to walk. figure out a way to, to – I, I was looking at it online. It was a bigger operation than I had imagined, um, frankly. I mean, with all, the, all those 3D printers working at once, I, I mean, I don't know what it costs per mask, but uh, I'm glad that – Well, she, you know, she's and, actually making the the rim that – that the shield attaches to so they're they're buying the okay. actual plastic shield but it's that uh, headband that that holds it that's what they're spinning out of 3d printing man it's pretty wild what mm. you can yeah, do it is. But, uh, you the room yeah i know do our own manufacturing at home you don't oh have gosh, one bob i'm surprised geeky bob doesn't have one you should get one oh, you know what i was doing just before this podcast looking at 3d printers no i was <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew it would be a waste of time, but I was looking for your Purell for Purell online on Amazon, and really? they had it, but they said you can't buy it unless you're a hospital worker. Well, that's like when I try to order gloves online; they don't tell you that it's going to take three weeks to get there right. until after you make the purchase. So I do feel guilty about this, but I will tell you that I do have some KN95 masks coming. Oh. And uh, a friend of mine, who shall remain nameless, who is in the medical uh, business. No, he's in no. the he's in the knows lots of people who make lots of money business. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys could probably guess who he is. <laughs> uh, he said he called me the other night. He said, "I got a link for you. It's uh, this company that is uh, importing from China. They import lots of things, and their business is down, so they're repurposing." It's called Alibaba. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but what they had, and I don't think they could be used here in this country uh, legally. What they have is KN95 masks, uh-huh. and everything on them is in Chinese. Oh my. They're not printed in English. Who cares? And he was getting a load in, and he gave me a link, and he said it's going to sell out at the end of the day. So if you want yeah. some, and yeah. I, I tell you. My hoarder mentality kicked in. Uh-oh. I was like, I should get this for Ed Kelly and Zip and Spike and Joe. I should get it. I should just get like 500 of them. <laughs> the 
and they're telling you not to do that. They're, yeah. well, they're reasonably priced. They were $5.95 a piece, which is a little high, but given wow. the circumstances. Anyway, I ordered some, mm-hmm. and they're shipped, and they're coming. And I'm feeling guilty now because when I go to the grocery store, some people might see it and think I'm getting something that the medical community <laughs> should have. Well, that's 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 why the CDC yeah. said you didn't need them. <laughs> and then there's a lot of bigoted people uh, around me who might think that I went to China because it's yeah. all Chinese on the mask. Oh. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to go out that much anyway. I'm no. You, how often are you, I, I think you mentioned that you had to go to the hardware store or the auto parts store or something like that? Uh, that was to... that was like two weeks ago. I'm I'm not going anywhere for two weeks. Okay. I figure um, this is the worst time to catch it because yeah. if you catch it now, you're going to need a ventilator when everybody needs a ventilator. And it, they're not going to be there. Right. But the president said we've got more than we need. I heard it on on TV. It must be true, Bob. Well, uh, like, and it, they will appear like magic, I believe, with the other half of that. <laughs> I, you know what? That's aspirational of him, isn't it? Let he me, puts let the me, ass yeah, in yeah, aspiration. There you go. That's he a new that. Quite, question for you, Bob. Yeah. Your son is a stand-up comic. He is. Uh, they are basically, any performer, any singer, really, is, is toast. I mean, they're, they're sort yeah. of. He, he's doing some, they do a weekly podcast. He has like two comedian friends that he isolates with so they can get together and do their video podcast. And they, podcasts are lucrative. Well, they put their, it's not like a audio podcast, it's a video podcast, a, uh-huh. a video blog. And uh, they well, make money. Young. We're, we're not. <laughs> they do the donations and they, uh, you know, they, they do okay. And then he'll be on the dole. Yeah. For a little while. Plus, the government will give him money. The dole is his mom, by the way. That's I what know. we call yeah. her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we call it Pogey in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but by the way, happy good. birthday to your wife there, Bob. Yes. Lisa yes. turned 29 yet again. I, yet again. And, I uh, wished her online. You know what was funny? Can I tell you? She doesn't listen to this podcast. She doesn't That's like good. podcasts unless NPR <laughs> does them. <laughs> well, they were on it first, Bob. Yeah, they were. But anyway, last last night she was like, "You didn't say you didn't do anything for my birthday." I said, "Honey, I bought a month's worth of our favorite champagne <laughs> from when we were." That's what I did the last time I was out. I said, "Ah, for her birthday I'll do this." I got her a four-stroke. Uh, this is not going to sound like a great present. It's not as bad as a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, but I got her a rototiller for her garden. Oh. And Zip, do yeah. you get the feeling the romance is gone? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a four-stroke, which means it starts up easy. And then on and her so birthday. So did you when you first got married. But hey, it's, now it takes more than four strokes. Oh, yes, sorry. but it doesn't quit after Actually, five Actually, when he was younger, it was only two-stroke. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then I went out in the morning with my uh, little cart and ATV and picked up a debris that had been blown down over the winter for several hours. I hate doing that stuff. I, yeah. I was her, you know, I was her, in shining armor. I, I was her Spanish landscaper for a little while. <laughs> oh, as long as you're not and, the pool boy, I don't want to see you in a banana so, hammock. But wait a minute. I'm actually going somewhere with this story. Okay. okay. So I, I was like, I did this, I did this, I did this. And you know, sometimes, and I think Jeannie, I, I suspect, Maybe a little like this too. Sometimes, no matter what you do, it's just that she's in a bad mood. 
Oh yeah. Yep. yep. And there's just no merit. <laughs> yeah. There's no point. Like, well, hold on. I've got factual evidence. It's not a, it doesn't matter. Nope. No, it does nope. not matter. Nope. And so she looked at me and she said, "You didn't say anything about me on social media." I'm like, "You want me to do a Facebook post?" <laughs> and other people do like, "I love you, honey." And so I did this Facebook post, and it was something. T- it was it was from the heart. Yeah, it was, saw it was a nice picture. It was nice. <laughs> it yeah. was a nice picture, but it also said, "Well, if I had to be imprisoned with someone for a few months, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm glad it's, it's you. I'm your biggest fan." And it was it was true, but it had a little humor in it. Yeah. And is there is there a mark on the side of your temple from the forty five? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say this to her credit. Yes, it got more likes than. Any dribble I've put out over the last two years, like six, seven hundred people said, wished her happy birthday. Dribble and not drivel, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, (laughs) in other words, she wants me to make sure that lots of people wish her a happy birthday. I used to get all these, you know, all this attention, which, frankly, I never really liked. You know what? Being the uh, introvert. A quick aside here. One thing I think that you don't you know I'm not that big a Facebook fan at all. You're um, a stalker. Oh uh, no, no. But one th- <laughs> one thing that I think is really cool with this whole thing is the amount of reminiscing people are doing. Like oh, yeah, posting yeah. old yeah. Hey, I found this old picture in the attic. I was cleaning stuff out and yeah, you know that's my grandfather and I and yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. It's very, Here's very another cool. upside. I'm I am cleaning out my cupboards. Uh not by choice. I'm just eating things that I never thought I would. But, <laughs> Way I mean, past it the does expiration say, date. It, yeah, it says, you know but, 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 but zip, it says best before. <laughs> best before. That's yeah. true. Pretty good, good up until <laughs> the year 2525. Yeah. In the year 2525. Oh, eating man. rice. You know, there's a parody. In the year 2025. There you go. If man is still alive, oh, you can keep that the go. same. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say, where's the parody? <laughs> uh, Usually you're spoofing something that isn't true. Oh, Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly. Guys, always a pleasure. Absolutely. The Zager and Evans of <laughs> podcasting. Really? The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Hello virus from Wuhan Another problem's here again Because you see the contagion creeping And the virus is indeed spreading And the memory of SARS planted in my brain Still remains We stand and fight the virus We hear of theories how it grew From snakes and bats became a flu Passing the sickness from man to man Now it's growing, getting out of hand It's a virus that has traveled near and far Corona We have to fight the virus. Dude, have you heard about the coronavirus?
Yeah. Uh, hysteria, miseducation, racism. Nobody understands how to cough right. It's so hot right now. Let's go to China and shoot a video. What the hell are you talking Dude, about? Dude, let's go. Everyone's going the other way. I think you need to pump the brakes, Tom. Tickets are going to be so cheap, my bro. They're so cheap. I learned a lot about this virus. I'm glad we came to China. You know, you got to wash your hands, cover your cough, don't eat feces. You know, it's really transmissible. I, I learned a lot too. I learned a lot too. I learned that you can get a whole Civic Cat in the Wuhan meat market for 17 yuan. I also fell in love with an Asian lady playing water. China, my bro? Absolutely not. This is the epicenter. You're really gonna get infected without a mask. Bro. Nah, man, I'm a white American. Nothing bad ever happens to us, you know? Ah! I don't feel so good. <laughs> he died because of the racism. Dude, coronavirus. It's so hot right now. We need to. <laughs> I can't get coronavirus, man. It's because I'm white. <laughs> My hubris doomed me. That's the first documented death by racism. Never forget. That's not true. <laughs> Dude, have you heard about this thing called the coronavirus? Really? Aren't you glad we came to China, Z? I no. love this open air meat market. No, not at all. Breathe it in. Listen, I learned a lot too. I grew a lot, changed, you know, had some emotional epiphanies, fell in love with the strange Chinese woman who gave him a mother's <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs>